All right, welcome to the Simple Ways to Have a Good Life podcast. My name is James. I've spent the last 20 years helping people in different capacities, and this is where I just try to share everything that I've learned in that time. So this is the third part in a series on thoughts. The first part was two weeks ago on the podcast. Uh, the second part was uh, came out in the newsletter, and today we're going to talk about the random nature of thoughts. So in the newsletter, we talked about how you are not your thoughts, and this is a this is a tough thing for us to grasp because of how much we use our minds. Like the mind's not a bad thing. The mind is a tool, and like any tool, when we use it for things it's not meant to be used for, we have problems. If you use a hammer to put nails in and take them out, cool. If you use it to turn off your television or wash your windshield, you've got a problem. The mind is awesome when we're doing a budget, let's say, and you're trying to figure out if you've got enough money for this and that and you need to pay this bill and you're looking at numbers and facts and figures, the mind's great. But the problem is that the mind can't stay in its lane and it starts complaining about how you wish you had more money and oh, your spouse is spending too much money on this and that and my God, how much do these kids talk and my neighbor just bought a new car and why can't I get a new car and annoying Bob at work got a promotion and I deserved it and that's where we start to suffer. So this attachment to the mind causes us a lot of trouble because we're using a tool in ways that it wasn't meant to be used. But one of the quickest ways to break this attachment is to start to really pay attention to and recognize just how random our thoughts are. And this was actually one of the craziest things about meditation when I started. You know, I'm sitting there at like 4.30 in the morning or 5 in the morning, and I'm just watching my mind throw random things out trying to get my attention. It, you know, this thing that I'm so attached to, this thing that I think is so amazing is really like a little kid who's just saying things until it finally finds something you're interested in so you'll talk to them. And, you know, at 4.35 in the morning, nothing's happened in my day. Like, it shouldn't have that much activity, but it did. It did. And watching this randomness really helped me get to a place where I didn't take my mind so seriously. When you really learn to pay attention, you'll see that your mind is just constantly reflecting reality, but it does this through, like, the lens of your of your, of your wants and your needs and your desires and your opinions and your beliefs and your past, you know, things you've learned, things you've had happen before. It's constantly doing that. And what you, what, what you get stuck, you know, the sticky thoughts, the ones that really get stuck in your head are the ones that carry some kind of emotion. And so, so let's say you're driving and you see a yellow Volkswagen and it'll probably just come and go. You might not notice it at all. But if, if somebody who drove a yellow Volkswagen dumped you last year or uh, ran over your dog, like you're going to have a whole different reaction to that. And so that thought's going to be a little bit stickier. But if you really pay attention, the, the, the mind is always doing this. The mind is always just, just cycling through what's going on. Like it looks around. It's always scanning for something that might get your attention. And even when you're not looking at anything, if you're just sitting there in one spot, You'll notice the mind bringing up old things, bringing up the future, bringing up something you said when you were 14, bringing up something somebody said to you when you were 14, and eventually something just hits you emotionally and it sticks. This is important because we have over-prioritized our mind to the point that we use it to kind of batter our feelings into submission. We, we, we batter other people into submission with it. Like we, 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 we prioritize it way too high. We trust its predictions about the future. We trust its memory of the past, which... Every study shows you cannot trust your memory as well as you think you can. We trust its assessments. We trust its opinions. We trust the things that it's telling us. And that's a really scary thing when you realize just how random it is. I think they say we think about 60,000 thoughts a day. So, I mean, really just stop and think about that for a moment. 60,000 thoughts, how many of them can actually be useful? If you start to notice the, the, the way that your mind just narrates your existence, 
it becomes a lot harder to take it seriously. I was looking for my car keys the other day and then I see them on the hook where they hang and inside my head it says, oh, there they are. But like by me seeing them there, I knew that. But my mind feels the need to tell me about it. Our minds are constantly telling us about things. And the things that get our attention are rarely like the best or happiest or even truest things. It's the things that cause a little bit of anxiety, the things that cause a little bit of anger, the things that cause a little bit of hurt or resentment. Those things we latch on to. And if you think about it in that sense, it's really just the mind is really just like a really poorly cultivated social media feed. It's like what happens if you jump on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook and just follow everybody. If you jump on Twitter, if you jumped on Twitter and just followed everybody that came across your path, you'd have so many conflicting opinions and ideas coming at you. And because it's Twitter, most of them would be bullshit and most of them would be angry and most of them would be just fringe nonsense. You'd see a lot of that because it's Twitter and that's what Twitter does. And that's what the mind is doing to us all the time. It's constantly pulling things out. I will notice that I'll be driving and my mind is criticizing things. Look at that person's yard. They don't even take care of it. Oh, where did this idiot learn to drive? Oh, there's another person on their phone. What's the world coming to? It's really funny to watch it. But the times it's dangerous is when I'm feeling down or I'm tired or I, you know, I'm just not, I'm not in a good space. And so those things catch traction and I start to feed them. I start to feed them and and they just it kind of snowballs bigger and bigger. Since I've really started paying attention to the randomness of my mind, I've noticed that I do hit those negative mind states like less and less frequently. And I'm able to shift out of them when I notice it. But until you do this, until you take some time to notice your mind and to pay attention to how random it is and how just non-rational your mind is, until you do that, it's going to eat you alive. And I see this with people all the time. We're taking this like random thought generator and we're, and we're giving it authority in our lives. And that's a really dangerous thing to do. And once again, just remember, I'm not saying the mind is bad. It's an amazing tool. Maybe the best tool created so far in this universe. But just like any tool, you've got to use it right or it's going to be destructive. You know, the sharpest sword in the world is awesome unless you're swinging it around randomly. If you're just swinging around willy-nilly, you're going to chop yourself up. You're going to chop other people up. And that's what we end up doing with our minds. Because we think that everything that comes out of there is useful. But really, when you start paying attention to the randomness, it'll scare you a little bit that you've been taking it so seriously. So a good way to get underneath this, just when you notice you're in your head, just bring that out and say, oh, I'm having a thought that that idiot can't drive. Oh, I'm having a thought that that person's lawn doesn't look good. Oh, I'm having a thought that my spouse is spending too much money. Oh, I'm having a thought that I need my kids to be quiet. What that does is it reminds you that this thing that you're getting attached to is just a thought. It's like this little electrical blip inside your head. And since it's inside your head, it's also just imagination. Recognizing that you're thinking is a huge step towards being happier in life. Now, here's the thing. I have people come back and tell me like, oh, that was annoying. I got really frustrated noticing how many thoughts I have. That's just a thought too. The thought that you're having too many thoughts is just a thought. So I'm having a thought that I think too much. I'm having a thought that this is an annoying exercise. I'm having a thought that James is an idiot and I'm not listening to his podcast anymore. Cool, just thoughts. Once you recognize it's a thought, you can kind of hold it out in front of you and decide how much authority you want to give it. The chattering of the mind is not a problem when we're aware that it's chattering. It's only a problem when we think that everything it's saying is us and is so important that we have to follow it out. 
And this is where like the whole, the title of this series uh, that I've been working with has just been, um, you know, everything and nothing. Because our thoughts are everything. They determine the quality of our life. But when we get down to the very bottom, they're just these little things floating through our imagination. It's all they are. They're just reflections of reality. They're just our opinions and our beliefs and stuff reflected back to us. So they are everything. Because if your thoughts are running amok, they will ruin your life. But once you really get like down to the core watching them, you'll see they are so much less rational than we think they are. They are so much less important than we think they are. And that's a good relationship to have with them, to realize that you're allowed to dismiss them. You don't have to follow them out. You don't have to believe everything you think. So that's the third part in this series on thoughts. We're going to wrap it up next week. As far as the series goes in the newsletter, I will drop a link to the landing page for the newsletter in the show notes. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't share your email address with other people. I don't spam you. It's literally just to get the newsletter. Um, And then I'm going to wrap it up with a big long blog and that'll just be available on the website. That's easy to find. So until next time, be aware that you are thinking, be aware that most of your thoughts don't mean all that much. Remember that everything going on in your head is just imagination. And a lot of it is a lot more random than we want to admit. I look forward to talking to you in a few weeks. Take care.